Howdy, y'all. Welcome back. It is Skews Day, September 14th, 2021. I'm Trey Crowder. That's Mark A.G. Mark, sad day in the comedy world, eh? Yeah, man. R.I.P. Norm McDonald. I feel like we're uh, starting with the R.I.P. every week lately. Two All the row. hitters, man. Two real bummers in a row. Yeah, Norm McDonald. Like, I don't care who your favorite comedian is. Norm McDonald's probably your favorite comedian's favorite comedian. Like, he's that type of thing. He's just, uh, if you like internet rabbit holes, like, you know what I mean? Fi- like, following a specific topic or subject matter on the internet with YouTube videos and stuff like that. The Norm McDonald internet rabbit hole is one of the hittingest ones that's ever existed. If people have never partaken in that it's endless and so funny, Mm -hmm. just click around various Norm videos on YouTube and laugh your ass off for hours on end. I would uh, recommend any of his OJ Simpson jokes. Uh, His, uh, him roasting carrot top on the old Conan show. Any of his common uh, appearances, most of his late night appearances, all those are great. He tells Conan's stories like Bob Euchre. That one's really good. Mm-hmm. Look that one up, the baseball yeah. announcer. Him on uh, the Latin Conan's last night show, taking the welcome basket, which he'd never gotten around to giving six months earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's so funny. <laughs> the Comedy Central roast, we only did compliments. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Just yeah. a legend. Gone to some oh. rest in peace. Yeah. The, the gift basket, like one thing I love about comedians is no one knows how to fail in style uh, better than them slash us. And uh, the uh, his monologue and on SNL after he got fired was brought back to host a year later is fantastic. Where mm-hmm. he's like a year ago it was so goddamn unfunny they wouldn't let me in the building, but now I'm so funny I either uh, I get to host. So either I've gotten way funnier or the show's gotten way worse. <laughs> yeah, always kills me. Yeah, rest in peace <laughs> to a legend. Um, but the show must go on, as they say. With us, as always, is uh, producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. Uh, I want to remind you, I'm on tour. If you are vaccinated, you go to wellredcomedy.com for tickets. I'll be in Atlanta in a couple of days, plenty of other places after that. You can also support me on Patreon if you'd like. And a little later in the show, producer Matt has made us some shirts, some skews shirts. We're going to be sharing those with you as well. As for the show tonight, we got a little update on the circus that is the California recall. Today's the big day, and uh, you're never going to believe this, but the main Republican out here seems to be a bit of a lunatic. I know that's uh, not fitting for them lately, but it's true. We'll talk about that. I'm going to ask Mark for a little update on the big vaccine uh, mandate from over the weekend as I was on the road and some other fun stuff as well. But because we have a lot of candidates for it, let's go ahead and do the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's dumbass, the gentleman in Trinidad who thought he could hide his swollen balls from Tucker Carlson. What even is the world we live in? In case you missed it, rapper Nicki Minaj shared her rationale for being against the vaccine on Twitter, and it was pretty specific. And then Tucker covered it for his fans, which we will see here. Yes, She said that her cousin in Trinidad, quote, won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now that girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Which seems sensible. Big reaction to this. We'll report on that tomorrow. Just the hard-hitting stuff over there. More of this guy's balls tomorrow. Yeah, I know, right. (laughs) Also, what a week that guy had, you know. We got his balls Dude. all swollen up. His lady left him. Also, like, I love picturing that. Like, it's, I thought you weren't supposed to see each other before the wedding, Mark. Uh, you can't be getting that intimate. And she sees him. She's like, I can't marry a man with balls that big. 
those balls are out of control. <laughs> I mean, quite obviously, first of all, this dude confided in his friend who happens to be Nicki Minaj's cousin, apparently, that his right. balls got all swollen. Yeah. And this is fairly transparently a cover story for an STD he got, but he told it. He told that story to his now ex, who was smarter than Nicki Minaj, barely. <laughs> but if you're wondering, like, the reason I say smarter than Nicki Minaj, why she might be too credulous. Um, there's another reason she might be have not gone to the Met Gala besides she didn't want to go, uh, abide by the vaccine requirement. Um, she is n- currently married to a guy who just four days ago pled guilty to failing to register as a sex offender. Uh, and there you go. That's the dude. And I'm willing to bet because New York's a uh, fairly cramped together town. The Met Gala is within a half a mile of a school or whatever. So that is probably a uh, oh, bigger reason. That. Detective yeah. Mark on the case over here getting to the bottom of it. Because, yeah, that was the context. She couldn't go to the Met Gala for not being vaccinated. <laughs> That's how this even got brought up. But, like, again, what a world. Because, like, there's probably at least a few people, I would imagine, who exist that are that are now, like, Somebody's going to ask him, did you get vaccinated? No. Why not? Well, did you hear about Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's balls? <laughs> and that's their reason for not doing it. But yeah, also, like you said, this dude confides in his buddy, and now it's on Fox News. Everybody's talking about his engorged <laughs> balls. It's like, God damn, you can't have nothing out here in these streets. Speaking yeah. of which, the Matt Gala... Uh, Incendiary, I guess. First of all, I don't, and I'm you assume you're the same way. I don't know shit about the Met Gala. Way too, you know, I'm way too trash to even be allowed to know things about the Met Gala. I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't think I'd do well there. But like, man, y'all got a lot of feathers. What's going on? Uh, I, but I don't have any idea what they do there. The essential reason for, for existing as a fashion theme, everyone's supposed to come in theme. Yesterday was something about America, American fashion, whatever. Nobody really paid attention to the theme. I just wear so weird a lot shit of Levi's, I'm assuming. That's what <laughs> a lot of blue jeans, just cool stuff like that. Nothing out insane looking, of course. No, no yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I think Lil Nas X went as C3PO or something. Yeah. I, I had difficulty where he was like, <laughs> it was like, a, like, well, he's a famous American C3PO, yeah. Uh, so, uh, it, it's supposed to be for charity, but it's probably one of those things where all the money goes to overhead because you gotta, you know, rent out the Met and pay for all the service and shit. So it's a big route. Anyway, whole thing sucks. It seems really stupid. Don't know what they do other than get dressed up and walk in. Um, probably one of those eyes wide shut orgy type situations. It's all rich people. But, uh, the other big kerfuffle to come out of it was AOC, uh, who mm-hmm. did go abide by the theme. She dressed in all white as she does for a lot of, uh, uh fancy occasions, uh, to, to, as a uh, as an homage to suffragettes, uh, but her dress also had this on the back of it. I don't know if Matt has the picture. Yeah, it said "Tax the Rich" on a dress she wore to the Met Gala. And I don't want to roast his AOC too hard because she's probably one of the top five Congress people, uh, not being an insane person and actually giving a shit about people. But uh, she's she has only her second term. She has come down with a pretty bad case of Democrat brain worms. If she thinks this reads optically uh, like whatever she was going for. It's uh, just as dumb looking as Nancy Pelosi's ice cream fridge or Gavin Newsom. We'll talk about later going to French, uh, going to French Laundry and having a twelve thousand dollar bottle of wine during when no one else can go to restaurants. Um, yeah. Well, what did you think of like the sort? Okay, so when I first saw this this morning, the first thing I thought was, 
whoo, that's going to piss them off. Uh, you know, just immediately, as soon as I saw, I saw her, I saw like a, I got on Twitter, saw a clip, I heard turning around, and I read the back of it, and I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, they're going to latch on to this boy. Uh, and, you know, they did. They started throwing around the word hypocrite and all that type of stuff. And like you said, I mean, you know, I fucking, I love AOC. I also am a longtime supporter of anything that really pisses them off uh, as a general rule. But, I, so mm-hmm. I guess the, Defense they her and the designer have given for it is like it's important to expose super rich people to the messaging or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? That was like how they sort of laid it out. They were like, "Listen, we need these people need to be involved in the. They need to be like confronted with this and and involved in the conversation. So doing it in front of all them is you know sort of the point or whatever." Well, this is how like deeply indoctrinated we are. Is like there's no rule that says you can't be a socialist and also have money, right? The right. idea is you make money off your labor, not off like rent seeking, right? So, most of the people there who are actors and musicians do make money off their actual labor, right? So they are paying a higher degree of taxes. The exception would be like Kim Kardashian, who makes money off say, like owning a chunk of uh, cosmetics she endorses or whatever. That's a little bit different, but like anyway, it's like it. it, it it doesn't they get they get for Bernie for like being a millionaire off his book sales and having a second like a second lake house he inherited from his dad or whatever. It's just not the same thing. You can you can you can want other people to be able to go to the doctor and also have a nice life yourself. The two things are mutually exclusive. I know. Yeah, that is how they treat it. Like we're all supposed to anybody who ha- who thinks you should tax the rich is supposed to be like, you know, living as a beggar wearing, you know, uh, just rags and walking around uh, barefoot mm-hmm. and stuff in solidarity with the poor or whatnot and it's like no we just don't want jeff bezos to own all of space and uh <laughs> people who work full-time job do not need fucking food stamps you know what i mean like that's yeah. really what we're talking about it's not that you can't have any money or nice clothes or whatever it's we can get to all it's, that later on way down it's the all road once we fix like, all this other shit first it's also way bigger hypocrisy, for example, for Christian ministers to uh, to be millionaires off their ministries, right? <laughs> your, uh, your televangelists are way huger hypocrites. So, no, yeah. no, Mark, that's not true, because I've heard them justify their actions. And did you know that by having a private plane, you can fly closer to God? That's, uh, that's part of it. That's what Kenneth Copeland that- said. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I remember Creflo Dollar was literally praying for a new jet, and people were giving him money for a new jet, and a guy's name was literally Creflo Dollar. Says what he's yeah. doing right there in his name. So. Now, th- this dude prayed for a jet, too, got it, and then he got some criticism, but he said he needed it so he could be literally closer to God. And then he started talking about how to do God's work, he can't be expected to fly from engagement to engagement in a, quote, tube full of demons. That's what he called, like, a Delta Us? flight. Like, yeah, uh, a commercial flight. That's a tube full of demons. That's not what the Lord wants for his, you know, his servant or whatever. So they need it's also, planes. It's also a child's conception of heaven that it's up there in the clouds. So it doesn't even like make any. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. where God is, right behind that cloud. Mm-hmm. Plane, closer to clouds, closer to God. You mm-hmm. all get it. All right. Uh, our next honorable mention for Daily Dumbass. Mothers-in-law for not lining up for the wood chipper. So this dude doesn't have to make his kids lunch in the morning for school. (laughs) It'll make sense in a minute. This is from one of the infamous school board meetings that are such nightmares around this country. This one in producer Matt's homeland of South Dakota. Like all animal species, humans, until last year, have sacrificed their own lives so that young people can thrive. 
And throughout this, I've heard phrases like, what, am I supposed to let my grandma die so that kids can go to school without masks? Yes, you're supposed to let your mother's mother die of the flu so that kids can go to school and thrive without your anxieties and your fears. Well, there you have it. I almost like, I almost kind of respect this version of those lunatics because like I, one of the things that always bothers me so much about them is I feel like they won't just actually say the thing they're saying. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they dance yeah. around saying old people need to die so that the businesses can be open or whatever. Like they won't literally just say that, but every word they're saying is alluding to that, but they'll never just come out and say it. But this motherfucker here. He just he just laid yeah. it out. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's All not, motherfuckers he's need not, to die. So I ain't gotta put a mask on this kid. And that's just the way yeah. it is. He skips straight over social Darwinism, straight to just Darwinism. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder what the ice flows out, dude. Ship them off. He ain't happy. Yeah, I mean, uh evolutionary biologists have struggled for <laughs> for centuries over like the grandma problem, which is like most sexual species reproduce sexually. You do as soon as your baby making years are gone, you do fade away and die, right? Whereas humans keep living for another few decades. It's like, oh, well, obviously human, the human offspring take a lot of like effort to rear because they're basically defenseless until they're like 15, 16, 17. So grandparents are there to help you raise your kids. That was always the reasoning they came up with, uh, a lot of them anyway. And this guy is just like, nope, they exist to die. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it. Yeah. Yeah, they're really just wearing it on their sleeves out there, those of them that have sleeves. Um so next honorable mention for Daily Dumbass, City Slickers for not knowing that what really powers our tractors is hope. Uh, this is <laughs> just listen to what this old boy had to say at a ag conference, an agriculture conference call. Yeah. And frankly, uh, from the standpoint of rural America, uh, you know, we don't produce carbon in rural America. We need carbon to grow our trees and our plants and everything else. Yeah, that's a Georgia congressman uh, by the name of Rick Allen, who was a was a is an agriculture committee bill markup meeting. I think about yeah. the infrastructure bill. Uh, so he's arguing against the Green New Deal because uh, people that live in the country, you know, where there are trees and grass, have no interest in the environment. That 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 river water that your cows drink out of has no interest in being clean. I guess is the is where does he where does carbon come from? He, it's like China. China makes all the carbon, or like just the cities. Carbon only comes from cities, uh, he, so it's a city it's problem. Us. We only got good good air. All our air is good, clean, rural country air. We ain't got none of that. <laughs> none of that yeah. carbon. Is that we need carbon to grow our trees, uh, which is he he does correctly understand that trees right. are very effective at carbon capture. Yeah. They capture carbon in the air and turn it into tree, right? Yay, yay for trees. Trees do good job, trees. Uh, but uh, yeah, it does that, they they can't quite keep up with what how much we're producing is, especially when we're cutting down the Amazon and shit. So yeah, he he read he read the top line of how uh, trees work and then took it from there. <laughs> Tree, carbon superpowers trees, Cray. We're going to get all redwoods. That's where we're going to get rid of. We're going to get rid of global warming. I like yeah. this clip, but it still ain't as good as old uh, Gomert asking if they could maybe literally lasso the moon, pull it in a little closer, or push it out a little further. I couldn't remember which one, but he was wanting to readjust the moon. Thought that might. Yeah. They should look into that. That's my favorite. Yeah, I, I think it was put, pushed it. <laughs> Because the, the tides are coming in stronger, so we push the if we push the moon back, push a little it out further, a little farther. Yeah, then the oceans won't rise as quickly. I think was the idea. Yeah, <laughs> just need a real big space truck, drive it out to the other side of the moon, hook it up, and just tow mm -hmm. it out. 
a few more yeah. own feet. Dude, <laughs> you know, as, as a redneck, I can tell you not many problems you can't solve with a good enough winch. Just That's get a right. winch. Yeah. Yeah. Go old trailer hitch. Moon stuck. Yeah, we'll get it out of there. Don't worry. <laughs> with our space yeah. truck. All right. Uh, next up. Here's my favorite runner. This is a good one. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Uh, next honorable mention uh, Rudy Giuliani for a whole bunch of reasons. Uh, but most recently, having a little bit too much of this old scotch, hitting the sauce a little bit too hard on the 20th anniversary of 9 11. Uh, and if you don't believe me, just take a look at some of these clips, starting with this one. Can you imagine that Tony Blinken or Miley? How the, how's that guy a general? Jesus. The other day, he said that the Bagram Air Force Base is not strategically important. I wanted to grab his, what do you have, five stars, ten stars, twelve stars? He has so many stars that are coming up into his ears. I wanted to grab his stars, shove it down his throat, and say, it's 400 miles from China, asshole! China is going to be our enemy for the next 40 years! So... Okay, that goes on for a full two. Well, apparently it went on for a very long time, but that yeah. clip goes on for two minutes. By the end of it, he's literally just trying, he's looking at the crowd, trying to remember people's names and stuff and just asking them how many people <laughs> helped them. And he's like, Joe, you know, you know what I'm talking about. How much help do you have? Right? Right? <laughs> just going full drunk dude at the wedding, man. Yeah, that's apparently a dinner they have. They've had every year on 9-11 since the first one. Uh, so yeah, it's just like, he's probably been giving that speech every year for 20 years. Uh, so thanks for, uh, thanks for the Afghanistan withdrawal from giving me a new content. The, the idea that we need to be, uh, 400 miles from China to do war against it. It's like, that's not how war is going to be done. And also we don't want to go to war with China. Uh, war is bad. Plus, um, anybody that's trying to buy anything with a semiconductor chip and they recently knows that we need, we need to trade with China to build basic shit in America anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't even get, couldn't even get PPE and toilet paper. Uh, from China, so yeah, it, it was, he was a dead, that whole thing was a full on event. He had to, he issued a denial afterwards, uh, uh, saying, "I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a functioning." That's what he said. That was the exact quote, which is just hilarious. Not functioning alcohol, just I'm a functioning. Yes, yes, yes. He obviously he stopped himself for saying, for saying functioning alcoholic. Uh, he was like he literally said, "If I was an alcoholic, I'd be dead by now," which is like. A really funny way to say you drink heavily, but not quite too much. Um, <laughs> but uh, so he did, he caused a little bit of an international incident with uh, the royal family because uh, the speech went on, and he uh, he did this series of things which are fucking yeah, hilarious. This is great. This is great. She said, "You did you did a wonderful job on September 11, and therefore I'm making you an honorary knight, commander of the royal something or other." I turned down a knighthood because if you took a knighthood, you had to lose your citizenship. I know Prince Andrew is very uh, questionable now. I never went out with him. Ever. Never. Never had a drink with him. Never was with a woman or a young girl with him. Ever, ever, ever. One time I met him in my office and one time when we had the party. Right, Bernie? You were there. 
Yeah, uh, Ber- Bernie's like, leave me out of it, man. I know, Bernie. Imagine Bernie. That's what I'm saying. The end of that kills me. Like, in the context of that, it would be like, right, Bernie? You were there. Come on, man. I mean, again, he's literally just like, it's like a scene from a movie where somebody's dad gets too hammered at the wedding and just starts doing yeah. all the wrong things. But, yeah. If, if you're not familiar, uh, Prince Andrew is a credibly accused pedophile who hung around with right. Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. A lot. Cohort. Yeah. Is, is being sued by it. rode on the plane, a whole bunch, all that shit is being sued by an Epstein victim and chose to go in 60 Minutes a couple of years ago and give a very sweaty non-denial denial, uh, after which the Queen canceled his birthday party. She was so mad at him. So there you go. Uh, British royal family don't hit. So <laughs> so that impression was of the Queen, if you couldn't tell. His British accent's better than mine, so I'll give him that. Um, but so the, 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 the royalists, the people who love the royal family, got real mad about this, making fun of the Queen, doing a impression of the Queen and making fun of Prince Andrew. And so he was all of the Daily Mail and the tabloids, and he had to <laughs> apologize to them. And they did a deep dive investigative report and asked him exactly how much he drank. And he said, according to the Daily Mail, I had one scotch. That was what he had. One scotch. Dude, this whole this whole headline is great from the Daily Mail. Exclusive. Yes, I had one scotch. Giuliani says he was not drunk during rambling September 11th speech at Cipriani, that's the venue, isn't an alcoholic and denies mocking the queen, claims he is the victim of a left-wing smear. And then producer producer Matt points out the title of the video clip there is Drunk Rudy Giuliani Imitates Queen During 9-11. <laughs> It's just again, dude. What even is the world? Um, it's insane. <sighs> yeah, you you destroy your whole country and economy, uh, uh, you know, and, and uh, cause a series of political ramifications leading to Brexit. It's called supply shortages, where you can't even get the snacks you like in British grocery stores at the moment. And uh, your payback for it is uh, Rudy Giuliani making fun of your uh, <laughs> your monarch while uh, bled out of his mind. Yeah, Giuliani's buddy Trump had a pretty big nine eleven too. Uh, he had a lot of shit going on. This one, I'm definitely going to need you to to walk me through. Right. I, I don't know a lot about the Moonies. I'm not going to lie to you. So, all right. So the unification unification shirts founded by a uh, 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 refugee from North Korea, lived in South Korea, then moved to the United States. His last name is Moon. I'm not going to try to remember. It. I think it's Sonia. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to butcher it because I, I forgot to memorize it. Um, so um, he. He claims to be basically a reincarnation of Christ, or claimed to be. He died. His wife's still alive running the organization. He died a long time ago. If you're wondering why uh, she outlived him by so much, it's because when they got married, he was 40 and she was 17. Always be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how it is. Uh, so comes to America, starts this hugely influential, influential church that's uh, uh, huge in right-wing politics because it was founded as an anti-communist group to try to overthrow North Korea, right? His, his church believes in the region. It's called the Unification Church because they want to unify the Korean Peninsula. Um, it's been called a cult by a lot of people. Um, Moon, by the way, uh, spent time in federal prison for filing federal income tax returns and conspiracy uh, to do that. So uh, always be like that, right? <laughs> it's always about not paying taxes. Uh, so it's very controversial. Um, one of his sons, by the way, runs a militia compound in Texas uh, where they carry AR-15s to church. And uh, just if you're wondering, yes, he was there on, on January 6th. Um, so Trump showed up there to do a paid appearance because he's going to get that motherfucking chick, baby. So this is the, uh, a little bit of that. Donald Trump, who will now deliver us a priceless speech on, on heavenly unified Korea and the vision of peace. It is a great and profound honor to address this seventh rally of hope 
and to speak to you today about a cause that is very close to my heart, the dream of peace and unity on the Korean Peninsula. I want to thank the Universal Peace Federation, and in particular, Dr. Hawk Jahan Moon, a tremendous person for her incredible work on behalf of peace all over the world. Her story of escaping from North Korea at five years old at the outset of the Korean War is an amazing example of the power of faith in Almighty God. I also want to thank her late husband, Reverend Moon, for founding the Washington Times, an organization for which I have tremendous respect and admiration. They have done an incredible job. So, yeah, so uh, <laughs> the Moody's the Mo- the don't just own uh, the Washington Times. They own a car company and a bunch of media. I think they own the Epoch Times, too, which is that mm-hmm. when you see a weird link shared on Facebook about conspiracy theories and stuff, that's them. Right. Um, so that was so that's one of the things he did on 9-11 was do a paid appearance at a cult uh, cult rally. He also um, uh, he went on Newsmax. Uh, Trump making up lies about what he was doing on 9-11 is like a, one of his favorite genres. I mean, there was the whole thing about how he went down there with into the rubble, which you don't have to take my word for it. He didn't do. No one else saw him there. And also, he was on Fox News the entire day bragging about how he now had the tallest building in Manhattan. Yeah, um, everyone. Rem- if you remember anything about Trump on 9-11, you remember that, that he was talking about having the the biggest, the tallest oh. building in the thing. Matt corrected me. Epoch Times is Phelan Gong, uh, which is a different cult. Um, so, uh, so, uh, so he made up a new one this week, and it's pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, check this, uh, play the video, Matt. That are very possibly going to be pouring down on him any minute, and they're working like nothing's wrong. I mean, it's they're amazing. So that's twenty years ago. We're back with the uh, the former president on the phone. Uh, sir, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I, I want to just ask, you know, at that time you you offered to help. Um, and what a mess we yeah. had in New York City. Give us your reflection of that period of time 20 years later. Well, I was down there right after the event, and I brought a big crew of people down. And uh, I helped. A lot of other people helped. Those first responders are very brave. And I'm telling you, we were, used, we were hearing creaks. I've never forgotten it. Uh, there was, I think, the United States Steel Building, it was called at the time, and it's 50 stories tall. And we heard creaks. I said, that building's going to come down. And two big firemen grabbed me and grabbed other people, and they just moved out of that area. Never came down, but I never heard a noise like that. And it was a, it was a scary situation. But the job they did was so incredible. The first responders, by the way, the fire So... His big story of 9-11 was hearing a noise and then two firefighters right. saving. They're always two big, strong guys. They're always big, strong guys. Like, he's, he's yeah. fast to the big, strong guy. also, guys. like, I totally believe that – I totally believe that he just continuously makes up more elaborate lies about what he did that day. But this one's funny to me because, like, it ends with him saying, yeah, nothing ever happened <laughs> with those creaks I heard. You know what I mean? But, like, I knew something was wrong, and I let them know. And they were like, oh, shit, he's right. He knows building stuff. Let's get everybody out of here. But then he ends it by saying, and it was all fine. But, yeah, some wild noises going on that day. Yeah. He I mean, like, at least. Wild shit, man. At least when Mark Wahlberg says he could have stopped 9-11 if he was on one of those flights and shit like that. Mark Wahlberg's been in some fist fights. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Donald Trump is like, uh, I think he beat up one of his teachers when he was in high school, but that's the only thing I ever heard about him uh, being tough. You don't but, think but Donald Trump made... can fight, Mark? 
There is a story he tells. Uh, he got a place in a tabloid in the 80s. Uh, in, I bet in the early 80s, late 70s, back when New York was still uh, considered pretty crime-ridden, about him riding through Manhattan in his limo, and he sees two guys beating a guy with a bat. And he jumps out of limo and says, hey, cut that out. And then, of course, they do. And they go, oh, it's Mr. Trump. And then the muggers run off. They called him Mr. Trump as they ran away. And, Sorry uh, for the crime, Mr. Trump. <laughs> we didn't mean to be doing crime in front of you, Mr. Trump. We'll make sure to keep all our crime away from your uh, delicate eyes, yeah. Mr. Trump. We have no See, intention of doing more crime. We would never. See, he's basically Batman, except didn't bother putting on a costume. So uh, he's, he's the yeah. hero man, uh, Gotham needed at that point. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, the big guy had a huge week. I mean, he also spent 9-11. He called a celebrity boxing match between a bunch of has-beens. So there was a mm-hmm. – he had a bunch of 50s – I think Vander Holyfield boxed at 57 years old. Um, Tito Ortiz, a QAnon MMA fighter, got the shit kicked out of him. Uh, <laughs> he, former, he retired from city council in Orange County to uh, to do this fight and get, and get his head caved in. So that was cool. Um, but the one newsworthy thing that happened was the, the pre-fight weigh-in – uh, speaking of Trump getting violent, he decided mm. to talk shit. Uh, put the clip Got a out. promo here. From Josh Peter of USA Today. If you had to box somebody on Saturday night, who would it be and what would the fight look like? Well, if I had to pick somebody in the world, not only a professional boxer, because I'll take a pass on the professional boxers. That can be a very dangerous subject. But if you said, do I, ha- if I had to box somebody, anybody, I think probably my easiest fight would be Joe Biden, because uh, I think he'd go down very, very quickly, very, very quickly. You know, he once said, oh, I'd like to take him behind the bar. He'd be in big trouble if he ever did. Now, I think Biden would go down within. The first few seconds. The first few seconds. All right, President Trump, thank you so much for your time. We will see you on Saturday night. Yeah. (laughs) Former president out here at, like you said, celebrity boxing match, literally talking about whipping the current president's ass in a parking lot or whatever. And they're both fucking, you know, in their 70s. And, uh, And again, I can't stress this enough. Presidents. I mean, I don't, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, I say again, what is, what even is the world? I mean, how do you think that fight would actually, because Trump's got a bunch of weight on him, obviously, and height, I think. So does a, a is Joe he a lot probably taller than Biden? I don't know how tall either one of them is. I'm sure Trump's going to say he's, Trump's, you know, 6'5 or whatever. I think Trump's 6'3, 6'4. I don't no think shit. Biden's that, that tall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't so know. I think- Listen, I mean, sure. Yeah, let's. T- I, I knew as soon as I saw this on the lineup, we would end up just discussing who, in fact, would whip the other one's ass. Uh, no matter who wins, America loses. Am I right? But I, th- um, I, uh, it's not that I think Joe Biden could like whip ass. You know what I mean? I don't like look at Joe Biden. I'm like, yeah, no, he could, he, he could, you know, throw hands. I don't get that vibe from Joe Biden. It's just that I just can't imagine Donald Trump ever whipping anyone's ass for any reason. I can't imagine he has any kind of competency. I mean, he could sort of like fat all over him. You know what I mean? Because he is yeah. bigger than him. So if he kind of just like fatted him to the ground and then just sort of stayed there, you know, all that hairspray or whatever starts to asphyxiate, yeah. then maybe it could go Trump's way, I guess. But he ain't going to be like setting the tone with the jab or nothing like that. It's not working the body. Yeah. You know, he ain't going to do none of that shit. 
I, I think in, 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 a, in an MMA fight, if they got to go to the ground, I think Trump definitely has the advantage, right? And I, but if we're doing by like boxing rules, uh, first of all, Joe's definitely going to do some like uh, Marquia Queensberry stuff. He's going to do the old timey boxing with, with his upside down hands like that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Trump's going to just going to like do the overhand, like run like a kid, you know, just like just brawling. And if uh, Joe can backpedal enough till he gets winded, I think that's how it's going. He's going to rope a dope. Just going to rope it up. Just going to run. It's going to Floyd Mayweather. A whole lot of people over here are saying that he apparently is known to wear lifts. Trump wears lifts. He's six two with lifts, so he wears heels or whatnot. Uh, other people are pointing out. Remember when Trump couldn't navigate the ramp? I saw somebody, but I lost it. Saying, uh, "Hang on, I like this one though." Somebody saying, "Literally, all Biden would have to do is walk because Trump couldn't catch him." Yeah, but we're talking about they've already gotten no walking's out the window. Okay. Like yeah, you got to yeah, yeah. like do it. Nicole Johnson says Bernie would end up coming in with the steel chair and whoop all their ass. <laughs> By God, that's Bernie Sanders music. As God is my witness, he's broken in half. Oh, man. Yeah. We got to get, we have some politicians in their 80s, is my, what my takeaway from this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need the MTV Clay ring matches. We're a celebrity death match that MTV yeah. used to do. Yeah. 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 So uh, anyway, so they, they did have the boxing match, and like there, there was people. They were the crowd was chanting, "We want Trump." And if you're wondering what that representative of, these are people that bought tickets to see Tito Ortiz box. So it's not this isn't like some uh, random sampling of America. <laughs> Eric B. Trump's got those tiny baby hands. That's right. You know, it's got to be a factor too. I think. Yeah, uh, short fingered Bulgarian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, shit, Mark. We live in California. Let's t- I don't I don't have a good bead on how much everybody else is paying attention or not to the California recall, but uh, you know it's a shit show. It's an American polit- politics situation, so of course there's a lot of shit and a lot of show, and it's uh, a bit of a mm-hmm. circus. But today is the day. However, we're not going to know anything, right, Mark? That's generally accepted. It's going to be a while before we know what actually happened. Yeah, California does it doesn't really get in a hurry to get the ballots counted. It never really matters much to the presidential election because everyone knows the Democrats gonna win and just call it and move on. Um, but statewide, I mean Democrats seem pretty cocky about this and maybe they're safe, but I did I do think they uh their decision to white knuckle it down the line was pretty uh destructive. But uh I think Gavin's pretty Gavin's pretty safe unless um it, this will make sense to you this video clip. It just depends on how many dudes' girlfriends he fucked in high school. Uh, Matt wrote that. <laughs> you remind me of the guy in high school who took my girlfriend, then went on to the next girl. You still think you're better than everyone else. You shut down public schools while your kids went to private school. Even now you live by different rules. You close tiny coffee shops while you ate dinner at the fanciest restaurant. $12,000 for wine. You've lost touch with reality. This is not about political parties. It is about you, Gavin Newsom. Recall Newsom. Bring us together. Yeah, everybody says that. It's like, it certainly <laughs> seems like this is about something else. Uh, <laughs> a little overly specific there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think we've talked about Larry Elder a little bit before, but in case you don't know exactly who he is, he's a right wing talk radio host who's um, uh, pretty, been pretty prominent in that role for a long time. He's just always sort of around doing uh, interviews with Fox News and shit. Um, so a little bit about him. He has said that he would have voted against the Civil Rights Act and the American Disability Act. He literally said that the market would sort out how to, how to deal with handicapped people. Um, he would vote against the minimum wage, and he went on TV to defend George Zimmerman after he killed Trayvon Martin. 
Um, he's also for reparations for slavery. Uh, for slavery. Oh, hey, Good news. Go. Yeah, it's pretty pretty progressive, right? Not really. Check out this. <laughs> the, the UK was ahead of us. They were. Do you know that the slave owners were compensated? After they lost their quote-unquote property, the government compensated slave owners. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so when people talk about reparations, do they really want to have that conversation? Because, like it or not, slavery was legal. And so their property, their legal property, was taken away from them after the after the Civil War. So uh, you can make an argument that the people that are owed reparations, and not only just black people, but also the people whose, quote, property, close quote, was taken away after, after the end of the Civil War. No, fuck you. How about that? All right. Yeah. Uh, why do we, why, yeah, we don't, I get, I suppose you could make an argument, like you literally could, if you were so inclined, make the argument that slave owners deserve reparations, but why would anyone <laughs> ever make that argument? Like we don't, we don't need to be doing all that. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, a 400 year head start uh, on property and owning all land and having built up generational wealth from uh, owning people is a good enough, uh, yeah, financial, uh, financial basis to move on with your life. Um, and going, like we brought up a, a, a Reverend Moon, how it always liked that with the tax, tax evasion and uh, weird sex stuff. Uh, well, it always is that way. And El Elder, uh, her, his former fiance came out and said in 2015, he pulled the gun on her during an argument after sex. Um, so that happened. He's also been accused of uh, sexual harassment a few times. And in one case, he said, uh, he defended himself by implying the woman was too unattractive for him to sexually harass, saying, quote, if you had seen her, you would know that the picture would be a complete defense. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, too ugly to harass defense. Yeah. That's yeah. A classic there. That one goes back a long ways. Uh, Here's an obscure one that I, I really, really hit for me. He came out for school vouchers, not any school vouchers. He wanted school vouchers specifically to go to charter schools they advocate corporal punishment for parents who want teachers to beat their kids. <laughs> hey, this is, this is America. You should have your, the freedom to have your child beaten by their teacher and exposed yeah. to a virus and all that stuff. I'm starting to think you don't even believe in freedom at all, Mark. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy who's going to be governor with 20% of the vote if Gavin Newsom doesn't get 50.1. Yeah. So yeah. I know we've talked about that on here before, but what, like, <laughs> why is it? Is it some just like archaic loophole of the system that's never been fixed or maybe loophole so, isn't the right word, but how is that the way that it works? Because so that could happen. If Gavin yeah. Newsom either has to be successful in staving off the recall or it'll be the top one of them who mm -hmm. could be elder with, yeah, 20 something percent of the vote. And now he's the governor of the state. Like in what so you can universe call, does that make sense? You can call for, uh, you can get a recall election on the ballot. By, by getting 15% of the signatures of people who voted in the last election. So that's, that's how low the bar is. And people are really mad at Newsom, who is not awesome. <laughs> he, he has uh, been really annoying and bad at optics and uh, fucked up various parts of right. uh, everything. Including yeah, the, the he's not been crushing it by any no. means. He also has, like, one of the reasons he uh, will never be president is because he got caught in a sex scandal. By I think he had sex with his best friend's wife. Something like that. He also used to date Kimberly Guilfoyle, who was dating Don Jr. He used to be married to Kimberly Guilfoyle, but not Don Jr. So he's shown lapses, lapses in judgment throughout his lifetime. Let's put it that way. Uh, so 
that so but basically my understanding is when they read the california constitution the reason that was the local bar for recalls was so low was the california politics was dominated by the railroads who had uh, taken complete control over california's economy by use of said things like chinese slave labor all right so it was too if, if a governor was too much in the railroad's pocket it was going to be easy to recall and that was the idea so i ask you trey do you feel like you're suffering under the tyranny of the railroads i am not successful Okay. Uh, there you go. The railroad <laughs> my family's farm and and forever now. You know, it used to be a no. real problem amongst our people. Railroads always yeah. coming through, taking your yeah. shit. You couldn't have nothing. You needed a uh, you know <clears throat> I've a seen, long stranger I've seen to come through town. Yeah, take care of it for you. And if yeah. that didn't happen, you were just fucked. Railroad was gonna have you over a barrel. Yeah, I've seen Westerns that they come through, they put the railroad right in the middle of your ranch, they make you put up barbed wire. You don't want to put up barbed wire, there's whole wars over that, range wars. That's right. So uh if you're wondering who's supporting um, uh, Larry Elder, he's got huge support from uh, luminaries such as John Voigt and Mike Piazza, mm-hmm. who promised to go to Dodger Stadium and personally thank everyone. Uh, Mike Piazza played for, of course, the Mets and the, the Dodgers later in his career, I believe. Is that the other order right there, Craig? You're a bigger baseball fan than I am. Anyway, Piazza played for the Dodgers. Yes, it's yeah. – uh, yes, that's correct. I, th- I know in my head he was mostly on the Mets, but he definitely played for the Dodgers, yeah. But, yeah, he promised to yeah. go to Dodgers Stadium and say thank you if they vote Elder in. So how can – you know, with a deal like yeah. that, you almost can't not vote for it, Larry Elder. Uh, Rose McGowan, uh, actress who was on Charmed, uh, is also – she also was in the news a lot recently for Me Too stuff because she was the biggest – she was the first and biggest Harvey Weinstein accuser. And she's uh, supporting Elder for because of a personal beef with Gavin Newsom's wife, where she, uh, Gavin Newsom's wife, is a documentary filmmaker, who also was a Harvey Weinstein accuser. But Rose says that she sent her an email trying to get her to tone down her criticisms because her brother works for Weinstein's lawyer. Doesn't really matter. It's a really weird reason to support Larry Elder, um, even if you hate Gavin Newsom. Um, anyway, so what's going to happen next when Larry, yes. Larry Elder loses? Uh, well. Big news, he already has a page on his website saying election, which hadn't happened yet, is fraudulent. All right? Uh, he's detected, <laughs> this headline sums it up. Larry Elder announces he's detected fraud in California recall vote results, which don't yet exist. Um, <laughs> he's already he's already been calling for a special session of the legislature to investigate overturning the election that, for record, hasn't fucking happened. Uh, this, so I, I hate yeah. this so much because this is like this is just going to be the move now, isn't it? Like this is just going to happen in every goddamn election we have in this country for the next however long is. I mean, if you're if you're like a like a say a, a minoritarian uh, 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 political party who uh, who all all your hopes depend on say for example to get the get, grab the governorship of California depend on say an off year uh, recall election where you only need to get twenty percent of the vote. <laughs> capitalizing on people being pissed of all political stripes being pissed off at Gavin Newsom for being an annoying uh, 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 tone-deaf scumbag. Um, it would frustrate you that, for example, the state of California made mailed every voter a ballot. I voted two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was very yeah. easy. That would be annoying to me. It's not a conspiracy. Right. <laughs> but right. it is a huge Democratic advantage to have control to have of the people vote. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah, that's the whole thing, dude. It's apparently yeah. a major advantage for the Democrats yeah. is that when people vote, they win. And yeah, you can <clears> see <throat> how that's unfair for the Republicans. It really they're not into it at all. Yeah. They find it very upsetting. <laughs> we have we have to do everything the way the founders intended, Trey, which is to uh, minority voters, uh, well, white white voters 
get to be in and out like it's a uh, um, McDonald's drive-through, and uh, minority voters have to compete a double dare course to be able to file their ballot. Uh, that's that's the way that that's the way the Constitution was written. Um, so anyway, somebody asked him about whether he was going to accept the results, and you'll be shocked what he said uh, if we have that clip, Matt. Again, whether or not you win or lose, will you accept the results of the election tomorrow? I think we all ought to be looking at election integrity, no matter whether you're a Democrat, an independent, or a Republican. Let's all make sure that the election is a fair election. So let's all work together, no matter what the results are, to make sure that the results are, are valid and legitimate, and everybody who voted should have voted. Let's all do that together. Is that a commitment to accept the let's, results let's, of the election all, let's, tomorrow? Let's all do that together. Let's all work together uh, on both sides of the aisle to make sure that the election is a fair election. Well, you, you know it. what, though? The elections today, and turns out today there was a bunch of weird shit happening at the polls. Do we have this screen? This is from West Hollywood. Check this shit out. Uh, Matt, you have that photo. <laughs> yeah, it's a, guy, a poll worker in a Trump 2020 hat and a Where's Hunter shirt. So that guy was fired and kicked out because you can't electioneer a poll, of course. But uh, yeah, he was there. So they're out here trying it. Um, the balls on these people, not swollen though, not swollen because they don't get vaccinated. Yeah. So they got nice, properly sized balls on them. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, okay. Well, listen, I set it up top. Might get that graphic right. Producer Matt made some shirts. I think they're awful nice. Look at that. I got the logo on them and our names. Who doesn't want our names on your chest? You can get the weekly skews shirt now by going to weeklyskews.com. Producer Matt is, uh, hoping you'll give it a shot. He's set all this up. He's real proud of it. We're real proud of it going there. And, uh, we got all the sizes and whatnot. And yeah. If you're into that, then holler at it and get you some uh, sweet new SKUs merch. So with that said, I'm going to start looking through some comments and stuff over here while I'm doing that. And I, I, I'm already, because I can't do two things at once, and I'm going to try to look through some of these comments and stuff. So y'all hit them with them. But Mark, I was on the road over the weekend, and I'm aware that the big vaccine mandate happened, a federal one, right? And I know that, like, it was a whole thing. But yeah, so, I don't know, yeah. like, how much of a thing was just for federal employees is all it is or what exactly happened with that? So under authority granted to OSHA for workplace safety, uh, Joe Biden has mandated, and I'm sure there'll be court challenges to this, um, that every company with over 100 employees has to do weekly testing for, uh, for all their employees unless they're vaccinated. So what everyone's calling a vaccine mandate is, in reality, a testing mandate that you can opt out of by getting vaccinated. Uh, so big fucking deal. I'm sure some, uh, if you, you're just trying to annoy people into getting the vaccines, they don't have to like show up to work 15 minutes early to get the PCR test. Right. Uh, I'm sure, um, by the way, I'm sure the companies, because the expenses of the test and the expenses of care with patients, uh, the health insurance costs associated with taking care of employees who have COVID will probably require people to get vaccinated, but that's the company's choice, not Joe Biden's. Joe Biden is just mandating testing so people can go back to work. Um, but J.D. Vance called for mass civil disobedience. <laughs> um, uh, Dan Crenshaw urged uh, for uh, a full-on, uh, he said, what are you trying to jumpstart a full-on, it wasn't revolution, it was a, I don't know, I, I forget what the word he but it's, he, used, he used violent, violent iconography about revolution. Um, yeah, they did not handle it well, and also they're bullshitting. Uh, uh, Fox News on the Sunday morning show, Chris Wallace interrogated then Governor Tom Ricketts in Nebraska about what was so different between the, the 10 other vaccine mandates that Nebraska has for schools and uh, the COVID mandate. And uh, he, tripped all, he got tripped over his dick trying to answer because he doesn't have a good answer. There is no good answer. It's fully FDA approved. It's way more widely tested than the polio vaccine ever was before it was rolled out. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. But the freedom, though. Um, <coughs> Hawks fan on YouTube says, how come Democrats seem to be the only ones able to make fake ballots? If it were so easy, wouldn't Republicans do it, too? Well, no, because, see, they're, uh, you know, true patriots who have integrity, and, we, and we're we the fraudulent election stealers. So I mean, that's the difference. I see how you'd overlook that, Hawks <coughs> fan. But, uh, they, no, they I, do know. I, I was about to say, the only times we've ever, like, I not maybe not literally ever, but anytime it is identified voter fraud or election fraud or whatever, it's always mm-hmm. from them. It's always actually some dumbass on their side attempting it in the first place. So, yeah, yeah they do that. There, I, I don't know. I'm not aware of a term for this, but there's a, there's a thing for, like, if you uh, – one of the reasons you define the other side as deviant because it excuses your bad behavior, right? So, like, but every time they're in power, they they seem to really believe the Democrats are up to a bunch of crooked shit because they do try it. They got caught. Like, there was a, um, uh, a congressional election in North Carolina where they got Republican got, got caught doing a bunch of voter fraud. And there were all the people that, are, that I heard about getting arrested for in-person voter fraud this last election or mailing fraudulent ballots were Republicans because they assumed everyone else was doing it. So they were trying to even up the odds. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Goldberg says, thank you, Mark. Seriously, it's not a vaccine mandate. So, yeah, glad I asked over here. There's some also there's people saying that the damn mic is too low. We talk about this before the show every time. Y'all can't see it, but we have what levels they're called. And on our damn screens, it looks as though my levels and Mark's levels are identical. Also, you can see my fucking mic's right in front of my face. So what I'm saying, I believe you all when you say it, and I apologize. So I, I try to I just turn, turn it up a little bit. I just turned mine up. Hopefully it'll help. So. No, I think yours is okay. Well, I shouldn't. Even, let's just not even get into it. We'll try to try to do better next time. Also, some people, and I appreciate y'all saying this. You're saying I should also say hit the like button. You know, like, subscribe, all that shit that you're supposed to say. I literally never say that. But yeah, thank you guys for uh, looking out for me over there. I appreciate it. And plenty of other people are saying that the sound is fine. So who the hell knows? You know, I love y'all either way. Uh, let's see, what do we got? A lot of people arguing about who sucks worse, Desantis or Abbott. Or or saying at least Newsom isn't Abbott or you know just uh, it's a real governor shit off. Out no, let, uh, let me let me give you an example of like okay so when the pandemic first started um, when Newsom first first of all he held off on shutting things down a little bit longer than he should have but he did he did he was one of the first just not as quickly as he should have but when he issued the first <laughs> shutdown order he exempted uh, Disney's very all the entertainment industry is very powerful in California but especially Disney which just merged with Fox it's one of the biggest corporations in the world also owns the world's one of the world's biggest theme parks in California in uh, Disney World uh, he Disneyland uh, Disneyland's California right so he uh, exempted Disneyland from the shutdown order every whole state had shut down except for the independent principality of Disneyland like it's like Luxembourg so <laughs> But then someone whispered in his ears, like, Gavin, you're never going to be president anyway. You can afford to piss off Disney a little bit. So then two days later, he, like, he backtracked. And it also, when he went to that, maybe the restaurant was outdoors. Maybe technically it was, with, technically it was within the guidelines. But it was just really obtuse to go to a birthday party at a really expensive French restaurant when no one else could go out to eat. Mm-hmm. It's like when Nancy Pelosi got a hair did. It might have been within the, mildly breaking the rules. Like, pretty much everyone was doing during the pandemic. But when you're in charge, uh, Caesar's wife must be beyond reproach. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon X Flyer. That sounds pretty rad on YouTube says mandated vaccines go back hundreds of years. There's inoculations and stuff. I know uh, who said Jim Jordan said that uh, vaccine mandates were un-American and people started pointing out that George Washington mandated smallpox inoculation. So slightly different, but basic, you know. Technically the same thing uh, to the Continental Army in the Revolutionary War. And he's like, I mean, he's like the first American, Mark. Kind of. Washington. 
the very first yeah. American he is, other than Jesus, of course. Jesus is the spiritual first American. But other than that, George Washington, number one. Um, um, that's all just a bunch of bullshit I'm saying. But he's super American, and he and he was down with <laughs> with keeping yeah. people from dying. He was on board with that, weirdly. Yeah, George Washington's pretty American, Trey. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's also, I mean, there's a, I mean, any, you do any de- deep dive into vaccine history. We go through this about every, uh, every once in a hundred years, there's a, there's a pandemic and then a vaccine or inoculations and a huge backlash to it. And then people eventually come around and yes, I agree with this person. JD Vance does need to shut the fuck up about everything. Yeah, that was Scotty Lewis. Who said that. Apparently the voters <laughs> feel the same way up there in, uh, in Ohio. Uh, he's got the, he's got the charisma of old mayonnaise, buddy. It's, uh, showing through. <laughs> And ain't nothing um, wrong with old. Well, I mean, yeah, two old mayonnaise. That's a problem, but you know, just be, just because it's the twentieth anniversary, and I don't want to talk about it much ever again. Uh, what's your what's your memory? Where were you at on nine eleven? Let me ask. Where, where where were you doing that day? You're in college. No, uh, I was a sophomore in high school. I was in Spanish class, and uh, also, not that it mattered, you know what. Uh, but this is just kind of wild in retrospect. I, I when I think about it, our teacher in Spanish class specifically, uh, mm-hmm. she wouldn't like turn the TV on or whatever. And then we left Spanish class, and the whole school was like, everyone else had been watching it in all the other classes, so everybody's going insane. So it was like kind of a delight. But it's very much you know a flashbulb thing, like it is for everybody. I mean, I vividly remember all that. I remember walking out of Spanish class. It was like somebody came in there and told her some shit. It went down, and you could tell something was wrong. But she like mm-hmm. tried to just not get into it or something and then we all left class and i remember some dipshit i went to high school with ran out of another uh room down the hall and yelled we're going to war jesus christ it's like wrong (laughs) it is no i mean like i remember i mean one of the things i remember was the next day hunter s thompson had an essay he was writing for espn two page two at the time but Quote, the towers are gone now, reduced to bloody rubble, along with hopes for peace in their time, in the United States or any other country. Make no mistake about it, we are at war now with somebody, and we will stay at war with that mysterious enemy for the rest of our lives. And uh, that was really clear to somebody, but for you, me and your Spanish teacher, it was not. Um, I was uh, just out of college, and my first job at a newspaper, and I was sitting at home watching TV, mesmerized, and it didn't occur to me that I work in news now, I should go to work when news is happening. <laughs> so... Uh, they totally did not get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike H noticed the same thing we noticed. Producer Matt pointed this out. I said, man, I always need a reminder to hit like. I noticed how it went up right after you said that. LOL. Producer Matt put that in the comments. It's like, holy shit. A lot of people just hit like. And it's like, oh, yeah. Funny how that yeah. works. Literally never once entered my mind until people told me to do it. So once again, uh, yeah. in the words of Randy Travis, it wouldn't be nothing if I didn't have you. Uh, you sweet, sweet people out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, this has been happening a lot, not just with Abbott, and it is always pretty, it's something else. But Razor Girl on YouTube says, I can't get over Abbott using, quote, the right to choose when talking about the vaccine. What the actual fuck? They throwing that around. They, they're all for, they're super pro-choice when freedom's involved. But, not, yeah. you know, and by that, I mean the shots, the vaccines. But, yeah, they're throwing right, they're being pretty cavalier with the right to choose lately. Yeah, I mean, everyone's made this point, but uh, uh, pregnancies are contagious, so it doesn't. The argument doesn't have any fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like it's a turn of phrase. They think it's a real gotcha, a real own. Um, and uh, the 
But here's like talking about the people, whether or not people are going to get the vaccines because the mandates. Uh, it's really it's really funny. You can watch people struggle. They're Reddit threads. You can watch people struggle with it. They argue the anti-vaxxers argue what they're going to do when the workplace requires it. And here's a, here's a funny exchange. This guy goes, "I got my vaccine against my absolute morality. I just couldn't afford to lose my job. Pray for me and my family. This was very hard. This was degrading to the core, an absolute abomination of my freedom, which I will never forget." Uh, literally one day later. We're fine. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they'll cry and drag their feet. But the minute they get it, it becomes the inconvenience to them to go get it. Um, uh, Wolf Dragon on YouTube says, Jim Socks Jordan is un-American. I've just always liked it for whatever reason when people call him Jim and spell it like a gymnasium, you know. Jim yeah, Jordan. not not yeah. familiar. He, he's called that because he was a wrestling coach at Ohio no, I, State. I and know, he and covered, he covered yeah, know, a whole telling, bunch of rapes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I knew, I knew you know. Apparently, I was very much the yeah. thing. To, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we are doing a show right now. You could have been talking to the other people. Um, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with yeah. me tonight. But yes, uh, that's a pretty wild uh, case there, and it's also like I feel like most people did that didn't even. Rem- I mean, that was a big story, but not on the level of like like Sandusky or something. Mm-hmm. And it involves a congressman, which is, you know, uh, I yeah. don't know if that's why or what, but it's wild that that isn't, hasn't been a bigger thing for him. I know people on our side bring it up all the time, but it's like, you know, it's a pretty heavy shit <laughs> to say the yeah. least. And he just, I think he just rolls him, with it. I think uh, sex abuse of college age men doesn't yeah. like hit, like it doesn't hit right. people as hard as, maybe it's like, I think the, 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 the team doctor, was fondling kids when he gave them the exams and stuff. And uh, Jim was told, and or allegedly was told, and uh, didn't do anything about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, locker room, boys will be boys. I'm sure that's what Jim was thinking at the time. Oh, it's a little horseplay. That's all it is, that type of thing. Uh, yeah. Or he just didn't give a fuck. It was probably, I mean, I'm sure he knew that it was fucked up, but also was like, yeah, I'd rather not deal with all that. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember Roll on when, highway, uh, Dr. I mean, asshole. Joe Paterno's defense when uh, when he was finally confronted about uh, uh, Sandusky was that he'd never heard of a man with a boy. It didn't even compute for him, which is interesting. I guess yeah. he's never heard of ancient Greece. I mean, yeah. he was like 150, uh, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. And, you know, they hadn't invented gays yet, Mark, when he was a kid. <laughs> gays didn't get invented until like the 60s or 70s, something like that. You didn't know that? Yeah. Papa, I never told you that? Yeah. No. None of them yeah. had guys back then. Where my wife's from, they still don't have guys now. They still ain't been invented in Wayne County. That's why. <laughs> now, fuck Joe Paterno. Fuck all that, obviously. I'm just dicking around. Yeah. <clears throat> Poor choice of words, maybe, but that's not, not how I meant it. <laughs> Live shows, baby. Live, Live shows. Live shows, baby. Oh, yeah. righty here. Well, um, so, yeah. Couple quick I, I, reminders. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, just the one last thing that not let me think about. The Onion was on a real banger uh, uh, that whole decade, but uh, never not been. It's it's weird how like clearly some people see stuff like the Hunter S. Thompson quote I threw out there, and like your buddy just ran through screaming we're going to war. And then like the Onion is really like the, right before we invaded Iraq, uh, yeah, they had this point counterpoint column they would do right. And if there, it, it was a left winger versus right winger. And it was uh, this war would destabilize the entire Middle East region and set off a global shockwave of anti-Americanism versus the counterpoint. No, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. And uh, it really do be like that, Mark. Yeah. It really do be like that. Okay, go to weeklyskews.com to hire them shirts. Well, redcomedy.com if you want to see my shows, all that other stuff. Thank you all for supporting us. And, hey, hit that like button. That's a damn thing. We'll do that again in the future. Uh, we'll be back next week for more skews. Thank you all. See you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>